This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We can try out some different ones. Like, I was thinking it would be fun to be like, hey, hey, we're back. It's a flick pod. It's Fat Albert. (laughs) That's hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to A Flick Pod. I'm Alex. I'm Ashley. And today, ladies and gents, we are tackling Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Incorporated. (laughs) Um, This movie I love, first of all. It came out in 2001. That makes me feel so old. I I did not know it came out that long ago. November 2nd, 2001. Dang. So it's almost 20 years old. That's cray cray. Um, so I have this like movie overview from IMDb. I don't really like it, but I'm going to say it anyway, because <laughs> I couldn't really find a better one. So it says, <clears throat> in order to power the city, monsters have to scare children so that they scream. <laughs> However, the children are toxic to the monsters. And after a child gets through, two monsters realize things may not be what they think. So... so- I also love this movie, um, mm-hmm. and we're going to go into a little bit why I like it so much, but, um, here, so I have some fun facts. Go for it. Okay. So on mentalfloss.com, it's the first film to introduce fur animation. Ooh. Right. And I was thinking back and I was like, that's pretty accurate. There's really no, mm-hmm. all the other animals or whatever that are in films are like smooth. Yeah. Like, there's really no fur. Um, so I thought that was cool. Pigs are developed a software specifically to do it. I saw that. It's called yeah. Fitz. Fitz. F-I-Z-T. Mm-hmm. And now they use it, like, all the time, which I think is really, really cool. Um yeah. There are 2.3 million hairs on Sully. I saw that. Oh, nuts. Yeah, that's a lot. Individual hairs. Um, and then the third fun fact that I have, well, I guess... This would be a second fun fact. Um, Randy Newman gets recognition he deserves. Finally, that man is a genius. He makes oh, yeah. like all the music for like Toy Story because mm-hmm. he's the one that sings. Uh, you got, got a friend, friend of me, me. right? Mm-hmm. So Randy Newman got his first Oscar because of this <gasps> movie. Um, if I didn't have you, good job, Randy Newman. I know what a man. 
Um, star. And then one of my favorite songs in Monsters Inc., the potty song. The potty song? Yeah. When boosting on the potty Sammy Love It Long. Um so it's all made up lyrics. They couldn't mm-hmm. use an actual song because of copyright issues. Uh, so they just told the little girl, they're like, just sing random things and like, sing, yeah. and we'll just put together whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. And to go off of that, I, I also read um, on, I think it was on IMDb, but they said that it was really hard because this girl was like three years old or something. So they couldn't like have her stand in a recording studio and like say lines so they basically followed her around with a microphone and like recorded what she said to herself while she was playing <laughs> and then like pieced it together I yeah. think that's hilarious so I can't remember if it's a writer's daughter I think so that it was based off of oh, her, really? name, her name's Mary yeah. yeah um and she was the one that said yeah they just had me sing random stuff hilarious yeah which it came out really great i love yeah um (laughs) so so the other random fact that i have is the scene with all the doors Mm -hmm. they're all there's 5.7 million doors in that scene which is pretty cool all of my fun facts sorry they're fun (laughs) okay they're so fun they're so fun i actually have another fun fact oh so this is from ohmydisney.com, which is actually ohmy.disney.com. Um, so there's a voice actor named Bob Peterson, and he does the voice for Doug, in the dog from Up. Yeah. You know? Hello, Master. I love you. <laughs> he voices. <Squirrel. laughs> he voices Roz. Oh, like yeah. always watching you. <laughs> that's so funny. Like that's they're so different. Like. I thought that was funny. I, I like I Roz. She's an honorable mention for me, just mm-hmm. going into the characters. Um, but she just doesn't do anything. Like, obviously, no. the end is, like, a big reveal and everything. Yeah. And then the relationship between Mike and her is hilarious. But yeah. Like, so I watched the movie twice. Oh. And I was, I was really paying attention to, like, things in the background and Mm -hmm, whatever, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I was looking for some hint that Roz was part of the CDI? CDA. CDA. Yeah. Um, Child Detection Agency. Detection Agency, Agency. yeah. (laughs) Um, So I was just looking for anything. Like, when she goes up to Mike... Uh, when he's getting ready to go on his date, and he, she was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I bet you filed your paperwork the way you're <laughs> supposed to," and he's like, mm-hmm. "Uh, yeah, no." Um, I was like looking at her shirt to see if, like, maybe underneath you saw a hint of yellow because she's like oh. wearing a vest or whatever. Mm-hmm. But no, there's just nothing, and so I'm like, she has the potential to be such a great character, but they just yeah. and maybe I mean, obviously, I guess that's the point. Maybe yeah, that's she was the undercover, point. right? Yeah. But I don't know. I think I think there was some potential there that was lost. Missed, yeah. Yeah, yeah I see that. Like, there's no hints toward it. Like, there's really no way you would have figured it out. Like, even when the CDA gets there the very first time for the 2319. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the agents run past her door and she just, like, closes the window mm-hmm. or whatever. I was, like, looking for anything where she might yeah. do something or... 
I don't know. Well, that in itself could be a hint. Like, if you've seen the movie before and then you, like, watch it again and you notice that she, like, looks around and, like, closes the thing, maybe that's your hint that, like, she's got to get to work. So I was thinking that, too. Like, maybe she closes it because she doesn't want anyone to recognize her like anyone in this because she's number one so maybe some people don't know who she is anyway Mm -hmm. but i really what i really think it is is that's their protocol like they had a fire drill Mm -hmm. basically and she's like she has to close that so she no child jumps in the window and contaminates (laughs) her or whatever yeah so i don't know i just really couldn't pinpoint anything well, it's funny, too, because she's the only one, like, in the CDA team that doesn't wear, like, a full body suit yeah. that covers her whole self. So how could she be undercover if she's, like, just herself wearing a yellow <laughs> vest? Well, and maybe it's like, oh, that's the CEO of the company. Not like she's the CEO of CDA, but, like, that sh- in the hierarchy, she's number one. So nobody yeah, knows yeah. who she is. I don't know. Got it. I don't know. I just, it was just... I don't know. I think it's a wasted character in, yeah, in all honesty. Yeah. So, but anyway. Yeah. Um, so, just so everybody is aware, our template for uh, movies is we do our top three favorite characters and then we do um, our favorite songs. And mm-hmm. we usually do three for those, but we have you know, a couple lines so we can talk, give or take or whatever. But of course, as you all know, I do honorable mentions because sometimes Mm -hmm. there's just too many people to many. (laughs) So one of the first things that I noticed in this movie was there are so many characters, so many, like I know all of them don't have like a leading role, but like Mm -hmm. all the different kinds of monsters, there's so Mm -hmm. many. I know. And if you, if you, like, really are paying attention, you can see, like, a couple of them that are the same. Like, there's the high five dude. There's a couple of him. and um, But really, like, they're all so different. Yeah. And yeah. I am curious, like, how long that by itself took for people to, like, for the producers or whatever to be like, okay, everyone has to come up with, like, a design for a monster. Yeah. You know, I wonder if that's how it went because there's so many different ones. So I, I was like really starting to pay attention to where you see all of them. So like a lot of the scarers, Mm -hmm. like the actual people who go into the rooms, when they're walking to work, they're everywhere. Yeah. There's like, if you look into the stores and stuff, they're in the stores. Oh, really? Yeah. Like they're everywhere. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. And then the guy who, the grocery guy. Yeah. He's he's like, that guy. Yeah. Uh, there's a scare <laughs> just like him. Yeah. No mustache. Oh, and if they're twins. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, are they part of the same family? Probably. One got to be a scare. One had to work at the grocery <laughs> store. And then I just, so kind of going along that, all the different monsters, but all their different textures kind of like going into, and they probably use the same software that they use for yeah. size fur or whatever, but mm-hmm. every single one of them, like, some of them look disgusting. Like, yeah. I don't know. Some of them is just, like, bare skin. I don't know. It oh. just looks yeah, gross like for some the reason. The pink one, who is the virtual part where he's, like, walking around, he looks <laughs> nasty. He's like a naked mole rat. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think the guy who has the 2319 on him and they shave him, oh, I think God. he looks gross after. But, like, oh yeah, at least he doesn't look like that all the time. His hair will grow <laughs> back. <laughs> 
poor Georgie. Um, yeah, and then I, I got me to thinking, too, like, when they're in um, Sully and Mike's apartment, I was looking at, like, the light switches and stuff, because mm -hmm. I'm like, some of those monsters don't have hands, and so yeah. I was like, do they just, like, slam their faces up against stuff <laughs> <laughs> to, like, open it and turn on lights and stuff, because, like, the light in Sully's room when Boo goes and gets in his bed, it's a dial. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, that doesn't work for everybody. That doesn't work for everybody. So just think of like how everything would have to be fit to who you are and how expensive mm -hmm. that would be. And then if you, <laughs> if you look at in monsters, Inc incorporated, you know, like the building or whatever, they have stuff like low and high for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. When Water News and Sully are getting coffee after they're done scaring or whatever, mm -hmm. did you notice all the coffee cups? Uh, what on about the side? Them? There's like there's like little tiny coffee cups that are like oh. shot glasses to us probably, yeah. and then there's like huge like two times <laughs> the big like gold. Yes, you have to look. It's right next oh to the gosh, coffee I, machine. It's hilarious. I did not notice that. That's yeah, so funny. I'll it was really cool. So. Yeah, like in um, when Mike and Sully are going to work, the doors, like Mike opens the door first and it's like a little door, but then Sully like opens the big door, like the door within the door, yeah. you know? Because <laughs> that's so one funny. of the first things that I noticed is when they're, yeah. when he's exercising in their apartment, mm -hmm. the two door handles. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's funny. Yeah. Um, also about the different monsters. I don't know if you knew this. This was going to be in my fun facts, but. So at the end of the movie, which it's not on Disney Plus for some reason, like the bloopers aren't in the credits. It's actually, this is another side note, fun fact, is that it's the only animated film in the uh, early 2000s that has bloopers. Oh. Which I thought was funny, because like if you've ever seen the movie like in they're theaters hilarious. or like on DVD, they're so funny. But so you know at the very end where it shows Rex from Toy Story like trying to audition for a part? Yeah. So apparently, like, he was supposed to be Ted, the, like, giant chicken thing. Oh, so he's yeah. like, Ted, good morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was uh, one of, like, the fun facts that I saw that that was supposed to be, like, Rex auditioning for that part. Yeah, those bloopers are funny. I That's funny that you brought that up because when the CDA is jumping through the windows or whatever, mm -hmm. I expected one of them to hit the window, just like the blooper yeah. shows, and I totally forgot. I was like, oh, that doesn't actually happen. <laughs> oh, that's the blooper. I thought that was so funny, yeah. That was pretty good. I love that in animated movies when they do that. I think it's so funny. Yeah. It just, like, adds great. an extra sprinkle of hilarity. Yeah. All right. Should we get into... Uh... Yeah, let's Our jump right in. Also, before we jump into the characters, I love the intro to this movie. It's good. Like, it's so good. The, the music, music is good. Yeah, the, the music, music is, is good. so good. The, it's, like, so creative, you know? All the doors opening, all the monsters coming through and playing with the letters. It's just so good, you know? Yeah. That's all I wanted to say about that. good. <laughs> Okay, you want to do your character first? Your honorable mention. First. So I kind of already went into mine. Roz oh, you only is have one? an honorable mention. Yeah, I only have one. Dang. 
sorry. Sorry, I'm disappointed in you, but that's fine. <laughs> no, just kidding. I have a ton of honorable mentions because okay. there's so many characters. Let's Not a ton, it. but okay. So one of them is Celia. Celia Wilia. <laughs> because she's freaking hilarious. Like her snake hair kills me. <laughs> when he's like, your hair was shorter when I met you. And she's like, yeah, I'm thinking about getting it cut. And all the snakes are like, what? <laughs> okay, how would that work, though? I, I don't know. I, every time she says that, I'm like, you would just oh, my God. What, would you just be walking around with, like, blood dripping on your shoulders? <gasps> oh, like <that's> so gruesome. <laughs> well, I <laughs> thought about it. I know. I don't know. Maybe they would just, like, maybe there's, like, a shrinking ray. I don't know. Anyway. Maybe. So she's one of my honorable mentions also because like towards the end of the movie when they're like trying to get they're trying to like run from Randall and like put Boo back in her door. Yeah. And she's like chasing Mike. She's like, Michael Wasowski. <laughs> and then he's like, we ha- I- Randall's trying to kill us. And then she like goes to the intercom thing and she's like, attention, everyone. There's a new scare record holder. Yeah. Celia was- is my number three. Is she? So, yeah, I was like, she's a fierce woman, and she will get her answers. Yeah, (laughs) she will. (laughs) The whole movie is her trying to figure out what the hell's going on. I know, it's Um, so funny. And I put that ending part where I was like, she's a real one. She stops Randall, like, in his tracks, and that that was smart thinking. Yeah, she's she's a real one. She's the MVP. And I I think it's so funny, like, when she and Mike are talking... Like, at the restaurant when he's like, I was just telling someone the other day, you know who the most beautiful monster in all of Montalbos? And she's like, tell me. And he's like, Sully. And she's like, you're not making any sense. <laughs> she's like, Sully? Yeah. Um, it's so when funny. I, when we, when they first have their interaction at mm-hmm. the front desk or whatever, I was like, oh, what would Sully and Mike's babies look like? <gasps> would they have two eyes? So... That came up, too, in my brain, but I think they would have one eye. I guess so, yeah. But, like... What would they look like? (laughs) Would they have, like, (laughs) octopus tentacles? So then that's the other thing about Celia that I always wondered about. So, like, if you watch her walk, she only uses the very bottom of her tentacles. Uh She doesn't use her entire leg. Body. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder when she... Like, I don't know. If she's all relaxed, does she just, like... She's <laughs> at the bottom of her dress is, like, touching the floor. She's like... Blah, 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 blah. Probably. Probably. But, yeah. So, she, so, anyway, she's my honorable mention. Also, um, the teenagers who, like, do the door shredding. I love them. They're so funny. Hey, Mr. I can't even do the, like, scratchy puberty voice. But when he's like, when they're like, hey, Mr. Sullivan, and he's like, oh, guys, call me Sully. And he's like, oh, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to make him lose his focus. He's like, oh, sorry. My favorite part about them. So there's actually two. So one of them (laughs) is when they're on the scare floor and the scares are coming and they're like, you know, doing their slow-mo walk. Uh-huh. He's hitting the shredding oh, machine yeah. with a flashlight. The flashlight. I saw that. What are you doing? Oh Maybe like, they're like, unpaid. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> they must be unpaid interns. And then, um, 
when they're taking the trash out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't even say it. He's taking the trash out, and he was like, and I told her, if you ever talk to me like that again, <laughs> I'm out of here. And he's like, oh, you said that? What did she do? You know my mom. She sent me to my room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So they're good. so funny. I love them. They're hilarious. <laughs> they're pretty great. Yeah. So uh, they're my second honorable. And then my last honorable mention is George Sanderson. Poor guy. <laughs> He is just a victim, like, the whole movie until the very end. And then his poor assistant, he, like, shoves the sock no, in his mouth and throws it in the room. Not his poor assistant. Not his well, poor assistant. Well, he's just following protocol, though, like, but yeah, George was like. I'm sorry he did him dirty. That was so wrong. Like, okay, the first time, all right, cool, whatever. The second <laughs> time, come on. Okay, but the second time, all that kid stuff came out of the locker. It was like a blanket and some ducks and a mobile. Yeah, did his friend need to do all of that? He's already gone through something traumatic once. <laughs> I guess not. I see your point. I see your also, point. Also, I was thinking when the CDA first comes in and they put that little dome over the thing to blow it <laughs> yeah. up or whatever. The thing, yeah. It's a sock. They yeah. put <laughs> the dome over the sock to blow it up. Everyone's like, oh. Even Water News. And I was like, really? Yeah. They've never come in here and blown shit up before? This is all new? <laughs> all it's right. Traumatic. All right. It's traumatic. <laughs> it could be toxic. Okay, the other thing about that scene is like, okay, so they like, you know, take the sock off of him, blow it up, and then they like shave him and then pour water on him for a second. And then they rip a band-aid off of him, but he has fur, like before... <laughs> So did the band-aid, like, was that under his fur? Like, that confuses me every time. Like, did they slap that band-aid on real quick after they shaved him and then just to rip it off? I have no idea. I don't know. These are the, these are the things that keep me awake at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, those are mine. All right, you go ahead and do your number three. Oh, wait, it was Celia, huh? Yeah, yeah, you do okay, your so number three. I'll do my number three. My number three is Boo oh, slash Mary. Okay. Because she is so adorable and she reminds me of my little sister, Riley. Like when Riley was little, I used to call her Boo because I she looked just like the little girl. And she's just like so sassy. She's I love so it. She's so cute. And um, like she's pure like love because even though Sully's a monster. She, like, loves him. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. So, backtracking a little bit. Mm. Another thing about Celia, one of the other scenes that's super <laughs> funny, mm. is when Mike is, like, smoochy-poo, be quiet. Because, yeah. like, the, she's talking about Harry Housens and how it was the worst night of her life. And he's trying mm. to keep Randall off his case. And <laughs> he, like, kisses her. Mm. And she smacks him. <laughs> Oh yeah. my gosh, I LOL every single time. Oh, it's so, so funny. funny. Anyway. And then he runs away and she's like, he, she's like, Michael, uh, men. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But, okay, so Boo is actually my second um, favorite character. So um, the first, I don't know why, but more towards the beginning of the movie, she's way more adorable in those scenes and yeah. makes me laugh more. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, like, she makes me laugh in other scenes, but the very first scenes where she's, like, mm-hmm. kind of discovering the world and, like, yeah. running around and chasing the monsters and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so funny. Um, She is so dang cute. And I love her, so the baby talk in the bathroom. All mm-hmm. the baby talk is, it cracks me up. It's so cute. I love her potty song, just like you said earlier. It's so good. And then he, like, tries to open the door, and then she's like, hey! And then he closes it, and she continues on with her song. <laughs> I like that he thinks she gets flushed down the toilet, too. Oh, my God, I know. His face is kill me. Like, every time he thinks that she's in danger, like, when she goes, well, she doesn't actually, but when he thinks that she's, like, going through the trash compactor... And he keeps, like, making these faces and then fainting and then, like, getting up and making a face. So, so at the end of that trash compacting scene, mm-hmm. when he, like, hits the lever to stop the conveyor belt, <laughs> did that stop everything? Because all the sounds in that little area just stop. Yeah, he could have probably stopped her from being compacted, even though she wasn't, like. What a fool. He was just so shocked, and he kept fainting. You can't pull a lever while you faint. That should have been the first thing he does. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, come on, man. So funny. Also, like, she is so precious. So, first of all, in this movie, I cry, like, four separate times. Oh. Yeah. What it's parts? very emotional. Well, okay, so the first part I cry is probably... Okay, I can't, like, think of the exact first time. (laughs) The one part that, like, makes me cry the most is when Sully, like, takes Boo to Mr. Waternoose to, like, try and warn him. But then he's, like, trying to make him do the simulator. And Sully does that terrifying roar. Oh, my gosh, I know. That is actually really sad. Her little face. I was, like, bawling. And, like, the, 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 like, fear on her face. And then she runs away and he's, like oh, no, what have I done? And, like, he tries to go comfort her. Well, and he sees how scary he is. Yeah. And she's, but she's just, like, cowering and crying, and it's so sad, and I cry so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It is sad. But, yeah. He's adorable. Okay, so your number two was Boo Boo? Yep. Okay, my number two is the Abominable Snowman. I should have had him as an honorable mention. He is great. He's he's so, so positive. He's so positive. He's like, welcome to the Himalayas. <laughs> <laughs> he's too much. Like, he's so funny. He freaking got banished. But you know what? He's making the most of it. He he's makes like, I got questionable snow cones. Snow- yeah, he makes questionable snow cones. He, like, lives in a cave. Oh, man, when Mike throws one of the snow cones at Sully and mm-hmm. then Sully looks back at both of them and the bottomless snowman like points at Mike. <laughs> yeah. like, and then they're like arguing and, and the abominable snowman looks so uncomfortable the whole time and then he's like oh would you look at that we're out of snow cones I'm gonna go make some more. <laughs> but yeah he's just so funny. He's like he's like the perfect moment of comedy in that like serious arguing scene you know yeah he's pretty great it's so funny and like when he's talking about bigfoot and he's like my buddy bigfoot he made a a diaper out of poison ivy <laughs> wore it on his head like a crown called himself king itchy <laughs> you know like he's just too much he's too funny i love him but he's like abominable I'm more, like, adorable, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, that's a good honorable mention. Yeah, but that was my number two. Okay, do your number one. Number one is Mike Wazowski. Oh, Mike Wazowski. Okay, so here's why. Yes, I realize that he's a shithead at the beginning. He is, yeah. I get it. Um, But he has the most character development, I think, Mm -hmm. in the whole, because he really turns it around at the end. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One of the things he says at the beginning, and it's funny, but it doesn't go along with Monsters University. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you've been jealous of my good looks since fourth grade. Yeah. No. Since <laughs> <laughs> college. <laughs> you guys met your freshman year of college. Um, and yeah, okay, he could be just saying it to say it, but I'm like, interesting. And then when they're on TV on the commercial, mm-hmm. and I guess, I mean, I guess I'm like this with my friends' moms that I met in, or I would be like this with my friends' moms mm-hmm. that I met in college, but... When he picks up the phone and he's like, yeah. oh, I know, it's really great. And he's like, it's your mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just continues talking. And I I'm, think that's his personality, though, too. Yeah. Like, he's very dominating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, I just really think he's an excellent friend. So I don't know who your mm-hmm. number one is, but I really don't like Sully. <gasps> <laughs> so here's my hot take. I don't like okay. Sully. He, so... I used to like him. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. But when I watched it today, twice, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I the second time I didn't actually watch. I just, like, had it on, and then if I caught anything else. Yeah. Um, he is, like, Mike just kind of does everything yeah. for him, you know? And, like, he doesn't speak up for himself, which I think is crappy, like, so I don't know. Sully? Yeah. Like, Sully, yeah. um, I'm trying to remember the, the part that happened. So he, oh, when they're talking to the teenagers, when they're talking to mm-hmm. the teenagers, um, Sully's like listening to him talk or whatever. And Mike's like, okay, okay. Cause they need to get to work. But he's like, you're going to yeah. get him off his groove or whatever. Yeah. And, um, Sully like ro- rolls his eyes or whatever. And it's like, why not just be like, no, Mike, I want to talk to them. I don't know. I just, and then, like, I don't like that, like, him and Mike don't communicate. Like, he's not like, Mike, this is a little small child. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like, a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Just like a monster child. And mm-hmm. I really am caring about her and I named her and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know Mike's like, but Mike's freaking out because he's like, this is a problem. It's a loose end that needs to be taken care of. Yeah. Because like we're trying to live our lives and be legal and not get in trouble <laughs> and whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And Soli's just like doing his own thing and he just expects Mike to just like roll with it. And, yeah. And I, and I, that's why I think Mike is an excellent friend is because Mike fully took on Sully's problems. Fully. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just think of the moment where he makes that deal with Randall or whatever, where he's like, okay, hey, we'll get the door back. And yeah. then um, he's like f- going to find Sully. Yeah. And he's like, Sully, Sully. And then looks down the hallway and finds him. Uh, and I just, in that moment, I'm like, wow, Mike does not have to do any of this shit. And he's yeah. fully trying to solve it for him. And I'm like, that's, that's really awesome. And then towards the end, Mike obviously turns it around. He, he like, he hugs Boo or whatever, and they're, yeah. like, friends. And, um, but, like, he fully took on that problem. Like, I mean, Boo, Boo's not a problem, but she was. In the monster world and yeah. the society that they were living in, she was a problem. <laughs> right. So, I don't know. That's why I like Mike the most. So, I get everything you're saying (laughs) but my perception was a little different just because I feel like Mike was doing like trying to quote unquote solve the problem but it was really for himself like I don't think he was really thinking of Sully in that moment I think he was he first of all pretty much the whole time until the machine was discovered he thought it was Randall trying to cheat yeah he doesn't want Randall to cheat so he was like trying to fix this problem like for him and Sully but like mostly for himself because he was kind of ignoring Sully saying like we need to help her and he's like find it a place to sleep or whatever you know like yeah I don't know maybe he was just like freaking out because it was a human child in the monster world but well and he if you think about it and I, I have this written down too he's like one of the only monsters that like treats her like she has like a disease that's going to kill him yeah yeah because like water news picks her right up yeah doesn't even think anything about it solely at the beginning is like you know trying to keep her away but he at the end you know towards not even towards the middle like before the middle of the movie he starts picking her up and like it's not a big deal well he carries her into the corporation yeah holding her you know so like yeah I really truly believe he was freaking out. <laughs> oh, totally. But also I think I think that changed a little because like 
I guess they're taught, you know, that humans are toxic. Like, if you touch them, you'll die. Right. And obviously, she was, like, playing with his tail, holding on to him. So I think Sully kind of was like, okay, well, it's not going to kill me. I don't know why, you know, so that's kind of, like, part yeah. of why he was, like, picking her up and stuff. But, but yeah, no, I see I see where you're coming from. But I, I think see that, both. I see, yeah. I see that Mike was... I mean, I do understand that Mike was being selfish. Like, he wants to hit the all-time scare record because yeah. Mike couldn't be a scarer, so he depends yeah. on Sully for that by being the yeah. best assistant that he can be. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like he was scared of Boo. Mm-hmm. He thought Randall was cheating, which, granted, yeah. I feel like if Mike was how he knew what was going on, yeah. like, a big picture, he'd been like, okay, this is effed up, and we need to figure this out, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I truly believe that even before the character change, his change yeah, of personality or so whatever, too. I think he yeah. would have been like, okay, this is effed up. Speaking yeah. of that screen machine, when Fungus oh my God. gets whatever, the life sucked out expected, of him or whatever, yeah. that... I cannot, it's burned into my brain since the first time I saw it. It freaks me out. It's so scary. It's so scary. I don't like it at all. Like, he could not breathe. Like, he was gasping for air afterwards. Horrible. So freaky. Like, that's so traumatizing for a small child to watch. I I was, like, trying to really be on his side. Fungus's side. Yeah. Like, I was really trying to see, I'm like, okay, you know how, like, some bad guys have minions that aren't necessarily bad yeah yeah i i really thought you know but fungus straight up makes decisions like mean bad decisions yeah and then at the end of the movie fungus is walking around and puts on the crazy glasses with the funny noses i'm like "Uh uh-uh jail time wherever (laughs) randall is throw him there too like, and I guess, you know, Randall's very, very abusive. Yes. But I'm like, I don't know, Fungus, that was bad. Like, he needs to learn to make his own decisions or something because that was yeah. bad. Yeah, he's not, he's not a good character. No. Like, he's, like, exactly like you're saying. There's some minions that, you know, don't have evil intentions, but he for sure has evil intentions. Like, it was bad. I, I don't yeah. know. I just did not agree with him being at the end. I was like, no. Mm-hmm. But also maybe, like, there was good in him. But Randall just, like, abused him so much that he was like, what's the point? And now that he, like, has a chance. Because I don't know if you noticed, but actually a lot of the assistants and, like, scarers switched for, like, the funny part. Not just Mike and Sully, but, like, Randall and Fungus. Well, Randall wasn't there. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, he was an assistant, and then he became a funner, I don't know, scarer, what's the, <laughs> a laugher. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do not like Randall. Also, neither do um, I. Randall's so bad. So bad. I just and realized I, this go-around, how truly horrifying he is. Yeah, he's, he's like, straight-up evil. He's so and, bad. It's very interesting, like, you've seen Monsters University, right? Yes. So I love how they, like, piece it together to, like, really explain the personalities of, like, Mike and Sully and Randall. Yeah. I think that that is so cool how they do that because it really shows, like, first of all, Mike's personality, like, how he's in Monsters, Inc., how he's very, like, he's very, like, overconfident a lot of the times. Yeah. 
But it's because he, like, has to be. Because at Monsters University, all he wanted to do was be a scarer. That's all he wanted to do. But he just wasn't, you know, that's just not what he could do. And so he decided, like you said earlier, he's going to be the best assistant to a scarer that he can be. Right. And his whole, like, thing in Monsters University was helping Sully. You know, which is just, like, what we saw here. He's trying to, like, help Sully. But I love that movie. It's so good. I, so I like, oh, Monsters University? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one, too. And I want to do a episode on that, so I don't want to talk too much on that. But. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I am just not a Sully fan. Yeah. I used I to be, but. Yeah. Like, uh, Emma. Emma dressed up as Sully for Halloween. My sister. Aww, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, it was a really cute costume. Um. Yeah, so if you want your kids to dress up as something warm for Halloween, you know, because, like, it <laughs> snows cold. where we live mm-hmm. on Halloween. Um, Sully's a good choice. <laughs> yeah, Sully was good. That was Fuzzy. a good one. Um, okay, so, oh, go ahead. So I just have, like, a couple weird random facts written down. Okay. They're not facts, but, like, things that happened. So <laughs> I always wonder how HR is. At Monsters Incorporated, because kind of like what we were saying with, like, how the housing all has to be changed to, like, if you have arms or if you have, like, four legs or if you have, you know, or whatever it is. Um, And how HR has to accommodate every single monster to do their job. Like. Yeah. Wow. No wonder there's a scare shortage. Like That's a lot of paperwork. (laughs) Well, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Like, oh. So-and-so just started working in here, and he's 40 feet tall. So we're going to have <laughs> to demolish this building and start again. <laughs> like, yeah, really. I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's funny. Like, like Jerry just started, and he's got five heads, so we need to give him extra PPE. Yeah, or whatever, <laughs> right? <laughs> Exactly. Like, those are the thoughts that were going through my head when I was watching this. I was like, this that's seems funny. stressful. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. Um, And then the other thing I wrote down is when Randall gets thrown into the last door and they're like, Mama, there's a gator in the house or whatever. Um, Did you see the car that was parked outside? Not the Pizza Planet one? Pizza Planet car. I was yeah. like, that's awesome. That's one of the Easter eggs. Yeah, that was. There's a lot in monsters. Inc. Yeah, and did you also notice notice that that scene the um, it's the same like scene from A Bug's Life, one of yeah. the A Bug's Life scenes. Yes, uh, I thought that was so cool. Where the the blue light or whatever to catch mm-hmm. the bugs. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the first things I noticed when I watched Monsters Inc. I was like, I've seen yeah. this before. Yeah, there's um, so many Easter eggs. I love it, and actually, I didn't really realize this, but. There's, like, a bunch of Nemo ones, you know? Yeah. But ne- Nemo came out after Monsters, Inc. So that was, like, a little, like, sneak peek teaser thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's that was cool. Yeah. They're smart. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, At the beginning of the movie, when the new scarers are getting trained or whatever, mm-hmm. did you see how many wheels are on the chairs? No. That they're sitting on? No, is there a lot? There's, like, 20 wheels. <laughs> Like, our normal chairs of what? One, two, three, four, four, five? Five, yeah. Yeah. Theirs was, like, yeah, maybe less than 20, maybe, like, 12. But, like, still, that's a lot. 
that's a, that's a lot, lot of wheels. wheels. Like, maybe why? Have, maybe they have to accommodate different weights. I really I love the trainer lady. She's she, I so think she's funny. my favorite. You know who she looks like? The lady hmm. off Monsters University. The scary one? The dragon lady. Yeah. She looks, she looks almost similar. exactly like her except no legs. She doesn't have legs. She's like a snake. Who? The lady in Monsters, Inc. The trainer lady. She's a snake? She doesn't have any legs. Oh, I didn't notice that. She has a big-ass long tail. Really? Yeah, and then her ears are... She's like a siren, almost. Yeah. Looking She's thing. like a bat fish dragon snake. I don't know, but I love her. Yeah, she's funny. She's like, Mr. Vile, may I call you Mr. Vile? My friends call me Flem. Ah, uh, aha, uh-huh. Mr. Vile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's so funny. She's, she's like the annoyed uh, upper management that like has to deal with all the new training. I, all the I really love, I just love her whole look. Yeah. She's awesome. Um, she's a business lady. Uh, <laughs> in Mike's locker. So there's a bunch of pictures of Cecilia in there. Mm-hmm. Or Cilia? Cilia. Cilia. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of pictures of Cilia in there. But mm-hmm. he has a note on the mirror that says file file paperwork. Oh, my God. Does it really? <laughs> and he still can't remember. No. Uh, put the big old contact lens in. Still can't even look at his note. Uh, Which, so okay, funny. that's unsanitary. His big giant contact lens is literally just sitting in his locker. Okay, but they also use odorant instead of that's deodorant. True. That's true. He's like, do you have low tide? No, I've got wet dog. He's like, what is he saying? He's like, low tide, hot trash. He's like, nope, nope. He's like, wet dog. He's like, yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. Disgusting. Freaking disgusting. Um, So do you have quotes? What did you do instead of songs? Well, I haven't done my number one character yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Please. No, that's okay. I already know who it is. Do it right now. So my number one is actually the Mike and Sully duo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I, I really just love them as a pair. Like, like I feel like they complement each other really well. Just like in general. Yeah. And then also like towards the end when. Sully, like, leaves Mike, which is messed up, but he, like, leaves Mike because Mike's like, we? There's no we. Like, you're doing this on your own because you're you're being a jerk. But then he, like, follows him anyway because I he's know. a good friend, you know? And then, like, Sully's being attacked by Invisible Randall, and he's like, <laughs> I'm being attacked! And Mike's like, no, I'm not attacking you! <laughs> I know! This part's so good! It's so funny, and then I just I just love that part because even though they had like what is a pretty serious fight because they got freaking banished. Like he still follows his friend and like helps him, you know? And so I just love them together. I think that they're, they're perfect. And I know you don't want to go into monsters university too much because we're going to do that, but I just love where their friendship comes from. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I was really friends that anyone could have. (laughs) I, uh, I think that I was really looking for, like, plot holes that didn't mm-hmm. match up with Monsters University 2 when I was watching mm-hmm. this 
through. So, mm-hmm. um, I might be a little jaded because I was like, mm, that doesn't match up. Mm, that doesn't match up. Mm, that doesn't make sense. I, I just, I really like it to be cohesive. Like, yeah. fine. You want to make a prequel or whatever mm-hmm. to, for the second movie. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So everything you say in the first movie needs, has to be reflected. It has to be matched. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I don't know. I was, I'm like thinking now, like the whole fourth grade thing that Mike says, granted he could be being sarcastic, but it's like, there's no way that would have worked with the prequel. Yeah. Unless it was like a flashback and they had like known each other before college. Yeah. But they yeah. really hated each other. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. they sure did. Yeah. But yeah, that's my number one. Also, I just have to say that Mr. Waternoose is terrifying. He's pretty damn scary, especially when he's like running. He's like, and he freaking when he's chasing them. I don't know if you see, but when he turns the corner, he like runs up the wall. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's too much. It's so scary. Like he is my nightmare. So he is so (laughs) much better than Randall, though, in my opinion. So like Randall is just trying to get in Waternoose's good graces. Yeah, by like being the savior, whatever. Water News is like, he wants to provide power yeah. to the world or whatever. Yeah. The only thing that is like crazy to me, and maybe it shouldn't be because I know there's people like it, like this in the world today, but like when Boo runs up to him, when he's like mm-hmm. all dressed, when she's dressed up, he doesn't know it's a human child. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, hey, little one. And he's so nice. Yeah. But then it's like you're okay with kidnapping a thousand children before you let this company die? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't I, make sense to me. Actually, I like his character overall because I, like like you're saying, he just wants to do right by, like, his family. He's it's been in his family for three generations. Like, you know, he just wants to, like, keep the company in business. And, like, even when the machine part comes around, he's still, like, I should have never let you, like, talk me into this, Randall. You'll never be a top scarer. And, like, yeah. you know, I don't think that his intentions were were evil necessarily. Like, Randall was just, like, let's just kill all these children, <laughs> you know. And Mr. Waternoose is, like, I don't I should have never let you, like, talk me into this. And, yeah. I don't know. He's still like bad, bad dude at the end, but I think overall he's he had like good intentions for his yeah, company on the way. He really loves Sully too. Like I don't know. Yeah. There's just like really nice moments of him that yeah. come out, and it's like unfortunate to me that he. Yeah. When when I first watched the movie, I really thought he was a good guy, you know. Yeah, like, and then too. he takes Boo, and then he like shoves them through the door or whatever, and it's yeah. just like. That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Just, he's, he's just so scary to look at. <laughs> he is pretty he, scary. He, I wrote it down. He's a crab slash spider with molars for teeth. Did you notice all of his teeth are freaking molars? Oh, I didn't notice that. That's gross. Very scary. Like, I did not even want to look at him. What is your favorite when they're preparing to get ready to scare? Which one's your favorite monster? Um, so I really like the guy who, um, has to like blow his spikes out. <laughs> yeah. That's that one's great. funny. 
And I also really like the guy who has to, like, get his eyes put yes! in. He's one of my favorites. Which, I don't know if you noticed, but he doesn't have any eyes until they're, like, put in. Because, like, when the guy picks up all his eyes to, like, put them in. I thought he had at least two. That's what I thought, too. Like, when they're walking in, he does. But when he's standing by his assistant, he's totally blank. And then he, like, puts all his eyes in. There's two guys that look like him. So there's him that puts in all the eyes. And then there's another guy that has spikes on his back. But he's exactly the same shape and everything. And he's the claw guy, right? The one that you're talking about? The one who's, like... No, that's the that's he's a blue guy. No, yeah. the guy I'm talking about, they're two, they're like exactly the same color. One's a little yeah. darker than the other. Cause huh. when they show this the scare uh totals or whatever, yeah. if you look, the guy with all the eyes is towards the bottom. He's like mm-hmm. second to last. And then the other guy that looks almost exactly like him is a little bit towards the top. Oh. I yeah, didn't and maybe that. now that I'm saying that, maybe the guy that's looks exactly like him he's the one with the two eyes maybe yeah so yeah i think those are my those are my favorites are the blow the spikes out and like put all the eyes on i like the guy that has to put in the teeth and mostly i like the guy that has to put in the teeth because i really like his assistant yeah he has like the fur collar (laughs) yeah one eye i love him i don't know why and no arms and he's like a tiny hard hat yeah i love it so cute (laughs) Um, yeah, I, I love that scare part when they walk in and get ready. That's, I think that's my most favorite part of the movie. It's It's iconic. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. It reminds me of like Armageddon when all the astronauts are walking. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, and I guess my second favorite part is Mike Wazowski's stand up in that kindergartner's room. Oh my God. It's so funny because that kindergartner's looking at him like, the heck are you saying right now <laughs> which is how freaking kindergartners look at you when you think you're funny i have firsthand experience yeah same <sighs> that's why you just gotta laugh at your own jokes yeah <laughs> kids are buttheads but i love them so but anyway yeah for so since there's not really like songs you know there there's that one song but i was gonna do quotes but I don't know, nothing like, like the whole movie is quotable, you know, there's not anything. I have two favorite quotes. Yeah, you go for it. So my first one is when Celia's like, uh, oh shoot, when Celia, after the, I can't remember when she says it, but anyway, Celia says to Mike, she says, Michael, you're such a charmer after mm-hmm. all the snakes kiss him. Yeah. And I just thought that was so funny because he's a snake charmer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I liked funny. it. It was funny. That's um, funny. And then the other, <laughs> here's the other one, ready? Mm-hmm. She's out of our hair. <laughs> Wazowski. <laughs> he's like, shut it, Wazowski. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. Put the thing back. So help me. So help me. And see. <laughs> yeah, that part is so funny. Uh, but yeah, I <laughs> like when they run out, and he's like, "Cause I, that's something I would do. I'm like nervous. I don't know what yeah. to say, but I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna sing." <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my god. Yeah, those are two of my favorite quotes. I just like Mike Wazowski. He's so funny. Yeah, he is really funny. <laughs> so I guess for the quote thing. 
I would probably pick that one thing that um, the snowman says about Bigfoot being King Itchy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, oh, the other one that I was going to write down, but I forgot, is when he's like, Sully says, a, a village, are there kids there? And the abominable snowman's like, sure, tough kids, sissy kids, kids who stand on rocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. It like makes me laugh every time. So good. So tough good. kids, sissy kids. Is it kids who play with rocks or kids who stand on rocks? <laughs> I can't remember, but it's <laughs> so funny. He's pretty great. Yeah. What's your uh, overall rating for the movie? Because I think you said Mulan was 10. Oh, yeah. Mulan's 10 out of 10. Mulan's but 10. I don't know. It's hard because I love a lot of movies. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't, like, Monsters, Inc. is a totally different, like, category than Mulan, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but I'm going to give it, like, a 9 out of 10. Okay. Just because I love it. But, like, I'm trying to imagine when I first watched it. And I can't really remember. But, like, being a small child, like, some of those scenes are, like, pretty scary. Like, the Scream Machine one with with Fungus is, yeah. like, really scary. And some of the monsters, like, like Mr. Water News just, like, gives me the heebie-jeebies <laughs> he's just so scary especially if you're afraid of spiders yeah like that is just too much yeah so I, that's, yeah i think i would give it i would give it an eight maybe hmm. eight and a half i i really love how it looks and i like hmm. all the music and i like mike wazowski but i don't love all the characters and yeah. I don't know. There's some of it that I just get kind of bored watching too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But like the door scene, really freaking cool. I love when yeah. they're jumping through all of those doors and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I like all the cultures, like mm-hmm. all the different, you know, like when they walk in the Japanese one, he's like, it slides, it slides. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He slides it. <laughs> it's pretty great. And, oh my gosh, I was thinking about um, when. Mike pulls the door for Boo, and it's mm. not the right door. And he's like, mm. and Sully says, "Mike, it's not the <laughs> yeah. right door." And he's like, "Yes, this is her door." And he opens it, and he's like, "Here's the stick. Go get the stick." And he like yeah. throws the pencil. And yeah. I, I was just thinking, I'm like, those people are like having a party or something in yeah. there, and a pencil just flew out of the freaking closet. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a yodeling party. <laughs> He's like, ooh, it sounds pretty fun in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I and then I just I keep thinking about that, like, um, when Randall's in that room and he mm-hmm. knocks Sully out and Sully's yeah. like hanging from the door as it's moving and the yeah. scratch marks to the door, I was oh. like, Could you imagine walking into your room and you're like, What the f- <laughs> What? What happened? I knew there was something in my closet. It's scary, man. Oh, my God. The part where they're, like, scaring and the one guy, like, the scream thing is going up and then it goes back down and he runs out and there's, like, hard metal music playing. Yeah. And and he's like, she almost touched me. I could have died. And the guy's like, he wasn't scared of her. She wasn't scared of you. She's only six. (laughs) That part's so funny. Get a hold of yourself. (laughs) Yeah. What kind of six-year-old listens to hard metal, first of all? but she was scary hardcore <laughs> i guess 
her emo phase was coming early in her life. Yeah, that was that was yeah, there's some really great parts of Monsters Inc. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and like I was saying too about rating, it's hard for me because I don't necessarily have a scale. You know what I mean? Like like for you, your scale is like you said in another episode, like Snow White is one and Frozen Two is ten, right? Yeah, yeah, just with like I think when I made that scale, it was mostly like boringness wise. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's hard. Like I don't know because first of all, there's so many mm-hmm. Disney movies. Like there's so many movies in general because I love movies, but like Disney movies as a small like you know niche. There's so many. So many. Yes. So, but yeah. I, uh, 9 out of 10 is my uh, final verdict. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good, that's good. Because I think I rated Mulan like 8 or 9. I think yeah. I said 9 because I didn't like the love interest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said 9. I remember so, that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That was um, our episode for today. Don't forget to follow us everywhere at AfflickPod. I hope that you have not nightmares about (laughs) monsters. (laughs) Oh, that's comforting. Yeah. Add us if you, you know, thought that this was funny. Add us if you thought it wasn't funny. (laughs) Just at us no matter what fourth episode so our next one will be our fifth i realize that sounds... <laughs> let's rewind that mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 percent with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rose irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks italian leather jackets and so much more and the best part about quince they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe ethical and responsible manufacturing elevate your style without the elevated price tag with quince Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.